Welcome to Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. This is episode 49 of Death Readers, the first episode of the new book, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. If this is your first time listening to Death Readers, this is the podcast where Rob and I uh, go through the books, me for my first time, and uh, with with his expert guidance and help, uh, going through and sort of assessing them, analyzing them, figuring it out, uh, what, what we like about them, what we have a couple questions about. Uh, as a person who's, uh, you know, over 30 and never read the books, only seen the films. Um, I think at this point it's become our norm to do this podcast in a weird way where we are both in our own homes, uh, away from each other, not, we're social distancing, uh, and recording this on our own separate computers. More like Rona-cording it. And then Rob later will, uh, take our two separate recordings and, sync them together so it sounds like we're in the same room re re coviding it people are dying rob <laughs> i was thinking today about how i feel like i'm being affected far less by this like i'm very well prepared for this <laughs> i'm very well prepared to stay home and do nothing like i've been conditioned mm. through training to just do that and not see people, not have friends. <laughs> friends are dangerous. Yeah. Friends can get you sick, but you know what can't get me sick? Movies. So just watch a lot of those. Uh, I think that will reasonably bring us into, uh, unless there's anything you'd like to say, do we want to talk about anything else before we get in? Nope. Okay. It's been um, a wild ride. So I can't believe we're almost at 50 episodes. We are. So much planned for episode 50. <laughs> Such a big deal. Like, like, oh, man. Anyway, um, without further ado, because that's all this has been up to this point, is a doo-doo. <laughs> snorted. God damn it. We're not redoing that one. No. Um, that brings us to Death Readers episode 49 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, chapter one. The Other Minister. All right, man. Well, um, we're finally here. We're finally do, here. Do you remember having questions? I referenced this so long ago. Not at all. Yeah, me neither, really. Um, you asked I rem- some question in book two, and I'm like, oh, they've got a whole chapter taking care of that in uh, book six. So hopefully you remember what your question was, because hopefully it's answered. Uh, I'm prob- I'm pretty sure it's just like, what is the coordination and i don't know if it was book two i know that i had questions in book three Mm. because in book three is when sirius escapes and there is uh press releases about this guy and i was like how the how the fuck did they do that like how how do they they don't know wizards exist but somehow they can influence like it just i was i was confused about how that works and Mm -hmm. i guess i guess it works by there being a a a connection of one person to one person (laughs) That where all the information is conveyed mm-hmm. once every emergency. Oh sure, yep. Uh, and then that's enough to, you know, light the beacons of Rohan, and then everyone can you know do what they need to do. It it seems I, I kind of enjoyed it, like in the sense of it being silly and fun. Like I liked the like I liked the stress that she put the, uh, under uh, the uh, the prime minister. Yes, under yes, that I was think fun. That's one of my first notes. Uh, that is fun. Although I think there's a lot of wanting her cake and eating it too in this chapter, whimsy oh, yeah. wise. Yeah. 
So yeah. let's let's like, get into it. Um, but like the uh, like the painting, the mm-hmm. little like silver-haired man. Like, does nobody ever come into this guy's office and see that painting moving or not moving or like not sh- being there? Sometimes I'm sure it knows not to move when there's nobody there, and it tries not to move when he's there, but it'll scratch its nose or. Is that something they can do though? Can they? Can the paintings just arrest? Yeah, I, 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 or still enough because your mind's going to do half the work. Paintings don't move. You're going to know that. You're going to know it with quotes. So therefore, you can't. So you're saying anything. that you're saying they can, on uh, the snap of a finger, go from portrait to still life. No, I'm saying they're relying on your human fallibility to fool yourself into thinking you did not see something untoward happen. I'm I'm not sure what. Yeah, but I was making a painting joke. Were you? Yeah, because like there's portrait painting where you're right. painting a person, and then there's still life where you're painting objects that aren't in motion. I mean, okay. So like the, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I know I, that's I, the. I got that's what you were, were referencing. No, no, I understand because just... like really good jokes are the ones that you explain, and you really like break down and. I mean, usually just... explaining makes a joke funnier, but that does not seem to be the case this time. If you can ring out the funny. Like really drain it so there's yeah. none left. So That's how you know you got it. Set it between like two paper towels with something heavy on it, like you do with tofu. That that could yeah. work too. Right. Yeah. And much like tofu, over-explained jokes suck. <laughs> uh, or over-explained jokes take on the flavor of whatever you're cooking with and are actually one of the more flavorful foods, and they're high in protein and cause cancer. God damn it! Yeah, I can't so. argue with you there. My first note, then, is on page 14. Oh, I'm long before that, so I'm going to have my first note, which is not even on a page. It's, this is the second not Harry Open of a book. It is. Isn't it? No, it's the third. It's the third not Harry Open of a book. It is. So that's less interesting, so never mind. What do you mean? Um, if it was just two, I would have been like, ah, oh, it's so rare and unique, but it's the third out of what six. I know the, I know the I know that wasn't Prisoner of Azkaban the other one four it's book four four, four. and then the first the book oh right yeah, well Dumbledore sort of ah come on I mean he's like he's in route I don't even care in fact it wasn't even it was Mr. Dursley Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of number four Privet Drive they were proud to say they were perfectly normal thank you very much I mean I remember I'm just saying like he Maybe you were right. Maybe it is not interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I um, explained it. I will try to rescue you. Okay. In that my I have my overview note um of this is like I really like it when she writes chapters that don't have anything to do with Harry. Yeah. Like I really like the chapters that explore the world more than I like most of the chapters that involve like and then Harry had to try to get into Snape's closet. So then <laughs> this happened. Or like, let's talk about Quidditch. Like, you think the only, the most interesting thing that's happening in the world right now is this fucking shit sports game. I don't, I don't, is the thing. I don't think that that's the case. You know. No. But that's what the lead's doing right now, so I guess we have to watch that. It'd be like, imagine writing an adventure novel of Bartleby the Scrivener. I, I'd prefer not to. Where you're like, then Bartleby sat and did nothing. <laughs> Fucking thrilling. 
that's how that's how Quidditch feels. It kind of I had this like this flash of idea of like how cool it would be, like the idea of like Kingsley being the secretary. This is next chapter, but like being I think no, it's this chapter. It's this chapter. Oh, being being the uh, bodyguard, uh, like or bodyguard. Like I had this I had this idea of like like doing a movie that like or a, a story that's kind of like Fantastic Beasts, where you're like exploring the larger wizarding world mm-hmm. and then you have like a a sequence where it's revealed that a, a character has been surrounded by like men in black style like undercover wizards who like le- leap to his aid mm-hmm. people he thought were normal like normal people this happens routinely in these stories or semi-regularly it happened in the in the last book in the beginning of the last book with the neighbor lady who was actually an undercover witch Imagine that, but if she was like the Matrix, right? <laughs> like, like jumping around with her, the wands and like <laughs> spell slinging around and like doing crazy bullet slow time shit. Yep. Yeah, I was like, I would watch that movie, and then I was like, but that's kind of what Fantastic Beasts is, and Fantastic Beasts suck. So maybe uh, there's nothing good in the world. All right. So my note is page one. All right. Get right up, right off the bat. She does a good job of making the PM seem beleaguered and downtrodden without uh, picking one side or another. Picking one side or the other. Uh, 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 it's not conservative and liberal. It's... Uh... The Labor yes! and um, Conservative Party? Isn't that what it's called? Is it conservative? I thought they had another word. Oh well. I know that one's the, I know that one's the Labor Party. She doesn't get into that, but she's but and, and and it still makes you just like feel for this guy doing his job. I just kind of appreciated that. Yeah, I, I um his unnamed opponent who has a side regardless of what it is is causing him stress and and she was able to convey all that without giving us any sort of position. It's really hard to not read that chapter or that that segment without reflecting on what's happening in our modern moments well sure and there's a part in there where she says something about how his opponent was on tv telling everybody that everything that bad happened was the government's fault and i thought to myself well yes that is a way you could perceive what's happening but i think it's more fair to say that that person is getting on the tv and saying man all of this wouldn't have happened if the government hadn't bungled it so poorly and that's true <laughs> like of most of these things like the things in, in the harry potter moment eh, not so much like there's like there's nothing these guys could do like he, he makes all the right the right cases like how could i have known that a 10 year old bridge would have split right in the ha- in half right in the down the middle it doesn't make any sense it, there's no way anyone could have prepared for that but then i was thinking i just because i you know it's impossible to avoid it th- that language reminded me of no one's ever seen anything like this virus. No one could have predicted this. No one saw this coming. And it's like that all of that's wrong. <laughs> like, oh. And and just thinking that like yeah, but that's the situation where you you're just fucking wrong. Lots and lots and lots of people have known and prepared for this kind of thing for hundreds of years. We we've had a really we've had, as a species had a lot of instances of really bad diseases that We've figured ways around uh, what the federal government's job is, is to set up safeguards for things that no individual state could handle on their own. Right. Like pandemics, healthcare. Anyway, this is fucking not uh death reader soapbox, but it, it just, that moment really like slowed me down 
in the reading because I was like, fucking ugh, assholes. And just, uh, which is not a sentence that means anything or makes any sense. But what I mean is it set me off in a rage uh, to where I wasn't able to concentrate on the story and had to had to get circle back around before I could continue. Well, let's try to move through the next few quickly because I've got a few notes before we get to 14 where I also have a note. Get to it. Uh, two. Page two? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> A rare glimpse of the muggle world at large, not through the eyes of the Dursleys. Yeah, good observation. <laughs> uh, page six. Page six. Page six. Uh, live and let live. <laughs> Is that all you wrote? <laughs> no, I've got more. I'm just trying to... Just writing bumper stickers now? <laughs> but what's to stop the ministry officials from changing things that they don't like, if they don't like how muggle politics is going? No, I agree. That's a... It's a slippery slope. They have this moment where they're like, oh, don't worry about the president. We're going to arrange it so that he forgets to call you and yeah. call you tomorrow. And it's like when you ha- when you're an organization that has that the capacity for that sort of like fascist totalitarian power, how can you be how, how can the reader trust that wizards haven't been behind the, you know, way muggle society has, you know, grown progressed? Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in one way or another. And, and sort of like, you know, it, it again, it, it, it speaks to this sort of unsettling, uh, silent hand guiding like humanity. Uh, and it, it's really creepy, it, it, but she, she doesn't address and, it. And the Lumos Nati. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of really fucking weird shit in these books. Like, that's a really weird one. And because these are people that I mean, like Fudge has his mistakes and it's not like the first time we've encountered the ministry being semi-fascist but at the same time this is the same rules and laws and government that Dumbledore you know essentially our hero Mm -hmm. willfully lives under for his whole life up to the last book and it's not like this is different like there's no there's nothing different about there's no indication that Fudge is behaving any differently than any other previous Minister of Magic right so so it, it stands to reason that Throughout time, ministers have behaved with equal authority over muggle politics. They rule the world while saying they don't rule the world. Yeah, exactly. It's it's scary shit. It's Big Brother scary shit. Yeah. Hey. I mean, and, and keep it. Oh. Keep it, keep it think, think of this really. Also, they do all that, and they have fucking slaves. Like yeah. what? I, that's that's sort of what I'm getting at. Like, what is she trying? What kind of? utopia is she describing and again it might i know it's not really a utopia but this is a fantasy world she's creating to lull readers into a sense of excitement and uh, with with a sense of excitement and wonder right and and the fact that she includes in that these really fucked up things that you can't divorce you can't separate the slavery or the fascism from or you know totalitarianism whatever you want to call it from the you know the the quidditch like it's all it's all part and parcel Mm -hmm. so like it 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 just freaks me out that that's how she's chosen to uh describe and present this fantasy world and i and i'm saying that like knowing that there's that that's part of the complexity of the world building that makes it engaging for older audiences but i think that that's something that is worth recognizing as being 
counterintuitive. Like, I, I don't feel like she really melds it as well as I think people don't, like, I think people give her a lot of credit for making this amazing world without really thinking about what is actually on the page. Page eight. J.K. wavers between whimsy and adult storytelling, but Fudge not insisting on not saying the name was a bit much for me. When the, when the, oh, when the prime yeah. minister, like even Hagrid was like, don't like to say it, but I will, Voldemort. And Fudge right. is like, writes it down and insists. It's just a fucking blah. Bugged me. Bugged me. Didn't like it. Oh, I, it, Fudge is weird. Okay. I agree. 14, do you want to go first? No. Dementors, fuck. That's basically my note. <laughs> That's but, why I wanted to let you go first. Well, no, I, I mean, because I'll, I'll go, I'll, you know, springboard off of what you've said. Um, Dementors, fuck, doesn't bother me as much as that <laughs> when they fuck, they make a, a black, misty substance that permeates the world uh-huh. that you presumably can breathe in. Yeah. That I'm also assuming is essentially like unused spermatozoa. Is that what it's called? Or, or just uh, or just semen. Sperm- yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's the like, fluid in which the spermatozoa travel as well. I don't think it's fluid, though, is what I'm saying. I think it's like... It's the Dementors variant of fluid. It's vapor. Yeah. That's not a fluid. It's a gas. Well, and s- it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just saying they ejaculated a very high PSI. I'm saying it's more like how salmon ejaculate. <laughs> it's the air and just aerosol. Yeah, just like they just shoot out and it just like it just clouds everything around them and just like just sort of sits. Or like trees. Like I thought of it being like how trees work, except you know with pollen. Right. Because uh, that's what I mean. So pollen is people. <laughs> Get over it. You're allergic to tree cum. <laughs> and that's like what like is so weird about this item is that she just like says it she just puts this shit in there like as if it isn't exactly that like as if as if it's like oh i'm just being cheeky like it's because it's get it because like they have this weird sort of like d- discharge like i don't know how else to describe it it's no it's gross and seems to run counterpoint from what it, I mean, it's not been fleshed out yet, but it seems the Fantastic Beast movies are suggesting that Dementors might come from repressed magic. Mm. Like people like, I don't remember that. The Flash, how he had to keep it all bottled up inside and exploded out of him into a big black amorphous cloud that attacked people. Remember that? No. Oh, and it was supposed to be, it seemed like it, she's going for that's where Dementors come from. But here she says they're breeding. I don't know. Well, just because, like, you know, uh, the origin of the species could be that it does erupt from repressed, you know, memories or magic or whatever you, you said. Magic. But then af- but after there are more of more than one of those entities, they could continue to breed afterwards. Gotcha. I, I mean, I would believe that. But either way, it's still fucking gross to think about, like, like the whole city. Being or the swathed. Whole countryside. Intimate yeah, to it's, come. It's, yeah, it's steeped. Um, like tea. Yeah. Because of British. The whole the whole concept's hard to swallow. Uh, 18. Uh, 
Okay. <laughs> Did you have more to say about Dementor Ejaculate? No. <laughs> I didn't. I, I mean, I kind of, I didn't even want to say that much about it. I mean, I, I was honestly, I, I started that, that thought process when I wrote my note down as being more just interested in the, like the mechanics, the science of yeah. it. Well, no, like, yeah. Like, like how, how ins exactly and outs. is it working? Nope. Not that. Um, more just like the, like I said, like, is it like salmon or is it like trees? Like, which one is it? Is it, you know, is it, does it blow through the air like, you know, pollen? Or does it just like sit and, and stay like, like salmon? I kind of feel like it's that one. I feel like it is too, which is yeah. really gross. It means like you could walk into just like a cloud, like, like an inky, an inky cloud. Ugh. And you'd have no, you'd be none the wiser. Like, think of it this way. People are probably walking through that shit and eating. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, they're like, oh, I'm out, I'm out with my ice cream cone. Lick, lick. Well, especially since everywhere. they're internalizing all that depression because of the Dementors. It's not all they're internalizing. Ugh. You had a page 18. The air's a bit salty today. Oh. What, that was too much? Page 18. <laughs> Stop making that face. <laughs> Page 18. The other side can too. Well, he said, but I thought you could do magic. Oh, the other side can too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trouble is the other side can too. I just remember that being that being a point. Another another book three note that we had touched on where I'm just like, oh, they say this great line. and Oh, that's so, oh yeah. Blow your mind? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Well, that's all I've got for that chapter. <laughs> Um, I mean, it felt like one of those, like, lines that's supposed to have oomph, but it's like, no shit, they have magic. Like, what do you, what the fuck am, are you talking about? It's like, hey, we, sh- uh, we should go to war. I bet we could defeat our enemies easily. And someone goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Have you considered that they might also have guns? I don't know if it's going to be, a, if we're going to be able to steamroll these guys with our guns, because I think they might have guns. <laughs> and it's like. That conversation should never happen at a level where someone gets to make the decisions about whether or not you're going to go to war because that is an idiotic conversation. So you advocate for smart people in office. I do. I I uh, zealously I zealously advocate for smart people in office. Okay. Um, so like the idea that he would have to like say that sort of like catty like comment to the prime minister of of Britain is like fucking stupid <laughs> like <laughs> like the whole the whole conceit of the idea that there's this hidden world of wizards is that they're all fucking wizards like he knows that right like he's had this conversation like oh this whole group of people that are magic wielding wizards have their own society outside of ours he's understood that for years right but it takes up to this moment for someone to remind him oh by the way other guys can use magic you know, no big no big deal except it's a huge deal so watch out <laughs> anyway uh that's my final note for the chapter um that's all i have for that chapter as well that brings us to chapter two spinner's end my first note is page 23 my first note is page 21 you're up so my note is regarding bellatrix's line 
The Dark Lord is, I believe, mistaken. I thought it was interesting that the figureheads of both sides of the war trust Snape, and both are believed mistaken by their own people. Just kind of an interesting parallel between uh, Voldemort and Dumbledore. It's not the only one. No, it's not. But it was, you know, this is, it's like uh, this whole thing kind of hinges on Snape. So it uh, blows, blows your mind, right? Um, I have thoughts about that. Later? Some of the things you've said later, yeah. Um, okay. But in terms of it hinging on Snape, um, yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a compelling, like, interesting aspect of the, of the book. I mean, it's not Dementor come. Um, I I think it's uh, there's an interesting uh, avenue to go down with the idea that uh, not Spinner's End, but uh, but a different avenue where you consider that Bellatrix essentially by doubting Voldemort in any way is kind of being traitorous. Oh yeah, because it certainly seems like the way his organization works is you have to be fully loyal without doubt ever and she just displayed a big heaping portion of doubt i'm sort of surprised that's not like acknowledged as much as i thought it would be mm-hmm. yeah he, he gives kind of an offhand line but that's about it what's uh um, your 23 oh uh my 23 uh just that it, it uh well 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 now who can't read their own handwriting? It's you. Um, my note is that it, uh, it just occurred to me how I'm reading this knowing what happens at the end of the series. Sure. And trying to think about how if you were reading this for the first time completely absent from having seen the films, mm-hmm. how dramatic it must have been to see Snape actually like hanging out with the death eaters, like hanging out with uh, Peter Pettigrew and hanging out with like, like bossing him around. Like mm-hmm. he has the kind of authority to do that with this organization and like, you know, being challenged by Bellatrix and not immediately like killing her and like knowing that she killed Sirius. Like this part in this book must've been so like exhilarating for people reading it for the first time. Like it must've been so much, there must've been like, cacophonous nationwide like exaltations of like I knew it like I knew he I knew he was bad the whole time and I I don't have that like I don't get I don't get that but uh because I, I've seen the movie but um it's funny that you say that because I think my reaction was the opposite oh really like he's playing them well just like just from like a a, a more of a meta perspective I, I was I think I was feeling she wouldn't have shown us this unless he's a good guy. It's hmm. too carefully constructed. Okay. I wonder how uh, typical that was. Yeah, probably not. Because I think I think the intention of it is to to throw you for a loop to like give you reason to doubt his loyalty mm-hmm. because all the arguments he makes are pretty good. Yeah. You know, like I'm I must I'm the highest level spy. For the Dark Lord. Everything I've done has been in service of maintaining that superposition over all else. And you're stupid, Bellatrix, for, you know, JK's favorite thing is telling people who didn't figure it out that they're stupid. Um, no, for, I, for I, I do like that. That's that's one of my notes, actually. It's fi- It's nice to see Snape being uh, witty and confrontational with someone his own age. He comes off less like a bully and more yeah, like someone totally. who can just handle the shit. 
And you're like, hey, yeah. right on. Maybe 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 kids isn't who you should be around. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did have a, my next note is page 31. What's your next note? Uh, my next note is actually 25. Um, it was just the one line when Wormtail is hiding and he zips him off to go get the elf wine. Mm. And then he's just like, he's been hiding. I, I don't know what he means by it. And just that, that just amused me because it sounds like someone dealing with an adolescent kid who are <laughs> going through all sorts of changes. And they're like, I don't fucking, I don't know what he's doing. He's holed up in his room all the time. It's smelly. It's, ah, ah. it just, it's kind of, it, it, it seemed weird and amused me. Nice. Um, my next note after that was page 30, but we just talked about it. Uh, okay. Snape, Snape being clever. So what's yours? Uh, my 31 was I wanted you to read the, the chapter on the, the 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 first paragraph on page 31 the right. uh, the first paragraph that the first full the first full paragraph first full paragraph which uh, starts with of course yes okay <clears throat> of course it became apparent to me very quickly that he had no extraordinary talent at all. He has fought his way out of a number of tight corners by a simple combination of sheer luck and more talented friends. He is mediocre to the last degree, though as obnoxious and self-satisfied as was his father before him. I have done my utmost to have him thrown out of Hogwarts, where I believe he scarcely belongs, but to kill him, or to allow him to be killed in front of me, I would have been a fool to risk it with Dumbledore close at hand. Yeah, I just thought that that was a surprisingly insightful (laughs) summation of, of... Of like my entire thesis, uh, f- from f- from the Death Reader's perspective, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that, the, the to to not have to not see e- everything Snape says as being completely accurate <laughs> through the entirety of the of the books would be. I fear it's the norm. I fear that the norm is people not understanding that Harry sucks. Mm-hmm. Cause you, I just, and I, I fear that because I just, I only hear people talk about how great it is, sure, and how cool he is, and it's like right. he kind of sucks. Like if you read it, he <laughs> he sucks. And that, in in, in a sense, that's kind of cool. Like there's something to be said for how for having a story, a, an epic story built around a character that sucks, <laughs> oh, is kind of cool. It's kind of it's like a. It's like the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Like Bilbo sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so you think that's the secret to writing great, lasting literature? No, I don't. I'm just saying it's it's a it's a it's a tasty variant. Sure. Uh, from from the norm, like like Harry's not John Wick. No, he's not. He's not like. That's funny that you say that. I was. I I, I know there's a. Um, a movement of Snape is an incel. Oh, but, that's stupid. Well, it, 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 it might it might coalesce into something a little later in this very book. Mm. Um, but I was also thinking of him as a John Wick like figure, and how it would the movies would be more interesting if Snape was portrayed in a more John Wick bent. I would watch that movie. Yeah, we could have a really badass like prequel series that's way better than fantastic beasts where Keanu Reeves plays a young uh-huh. Snape uh-huh. At, who is a, you know, who's a, a death eater undercover or mm-hmm. like, you know, working with uh, Voldemort while he's doing horrible things. And I'd watch that. Um, the, uh, 
but you know it's 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 i feel like it's kind of atypical to hear to see that epic adventure story the fantasy story with the really sub-qualified hero <laughs> like, right i don't know he like I, everything he says about having having much more talented friends um all this other stuff you know, you mentioned a couple episodes ago about this idea that, like, some people have uh, suggested that Hermione should really be the hero of the books. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, yeah, except if there wasn't Harry, she wouldn't have have the opportunity to shine. Sure. Uh, which I stand by, but that's because Harry sucks. Like, Harry sucking puts Hermione into a position to excel. <laughs> it's really interesting you're bringing all this up since, and I don't want to get too heavy into spoiler territory, but you know enough about it. This book is ostensibly about Harry cheating the entire way through. I don't remember that, but okay. Okay, just keep that in mind as you read. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. Um, That's my last note for that okay, chapter. That, that, that was uh, my... I, I, I didn't want to... I wanted to have a moment where you read a thing that wasn't like a setup to like shame you. So right, okay. that worked out. Does that mean you have a setup um, to shame me? Eventually, I probably will. Okay. But not in not in this episode. Okay, thank God. Because I just, I just, I just clench when you're like, if you'll just turn to this page. I know, and, and that's like, why oh I wanted to show you. I wanted to do one where that. Want to show like me your that. magnanimousness? No, I want to show you that that you you have reasonably built up an expectation based on stimulus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that sometimes it, you know, I need I need to decondition you is what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Um, page thirty four. I feel like that this uh, a big part of this chapter was getting to the point where uh, Narcissa has this like serious upset feelings about how Draco's being set up. Serious feelings, and how the I, I think it's supposed to be conveyed in a way where you, as the audience, like empathize mm-hmm. with that position, being like, "Oh my god!" Like, she, like her maternal guy's- position. Yeah, like yeah. this guy is setting, like uh, Voldemort setting up her son to be murdered as punishment, to die rather, right. uh, as punishment for the, sins the of mistakes the of his father. Yeah. Right. And isn't that tragic? And in a sense, it is. I'm not trying to argue that it's not, but I, I think it's also worth pointing out that these people who, these fictional people who would have that perspective and buy into this, you know, moment, this, this, uh, the way that you're supposed to read this, do they ever talk about. How it's exactly the same setup, or it's it's the inverted setup as what Dumbledore does to Harry. Like Dumbledore, the entire time is setting up Harry to be to die, mm-hmm. like and to to be sacrificed at the end, where he he's a hero. Right. It's the same action, is what I'm saying. The, the same action of putting a child, uh, in harm's way for the purposes of <laughs> resulting in their death. But one guy's a bad guy. One guy's a good guy. It's a, it's I don't a, think it's a, it's a great point. I had not considered it. Well, and and it's I think it's again one of those like metaphorical or or symbolic like wizard's chess things. Like Draco sure. and Harry are both pawns in this meta game of wizard's chess. Mm-hmm. And what are pawns there to do? They're there to be sacrificed. Um you know, just to feel like I'm I'm seeing it. Anyway, um I think that's all I have for these that chapter. Okay. Um, is that all you have? That's all I have. All right, that brings us to chapter three. Will and won't. 
My first page note is page 43. 38. Uh, I could be wrong about this, especially when I actually read further into the chapter and uh, saw where the word won't came in, but I thought at first it was a callback to Dudley's early word in the first couple of pages of the first book. How baby Dudley had learned a new word today, won't. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take it back, actually, because I believe in the... I'm going to get a little nerdy here, but in the British edition of the Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, his new word is shant. So, uh, I know it was a goddamn waste of time. <laughs> uh, I so, mean, if you want to be if you want to be an originalist about Harry Potter, I guess. What uh, what's yours? I hope it's insightful. What's an inferi? Oh, we'll learn about it. Okay, so it's this thing that's uh, that's basically what I was asking is like I it's, if it's, it's a thing we've heard about and I've forgotten, I'd like no, to be reminded. It's it's something that's going to come up. I'm sure they're at this point assuming she she can write with the assumption people are going to plow through a good chunk of the book and get to the chapter that explains. Right. I, I think I th- I thought for a moment it was going to come up in like a defense against the dark arts class, but it's probably going to come up at the borough where it's mentioned in the paper and he Harry's like, "Oh yeah, I read that. What the hell is that?" And then I'll tell him. Uh, my next note is page 44. Okay. Uh, are we to believe that this story, this story picks up, this book picks up two weeks after the last book ended? Yes. Weird. Why? Why is that weird or why is it Why is it sad? weird? Because uh, none of the other books are that close. It's yes. It's the first time we've we've had... Harry experience time sh- away from the audience like that's so short. That's short a turnaround. Yeah. I mean, he has to go back to the Dursleys because the intricacies of the spell, blah, blah, blah. But I think it doesn't have to be very long. No, no I understand that. I'm just saying, like, I'm surprised that there seems to be quite a lot that happened in two weeks. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Where, like, e- even up to this point where Fudge is no longer the Minister of Magic, Dumbledore has sustained a serious injury where his arm is blackened and crippled to okay. the point where the, the bad guys know about that. I, suppo- um, I suppose that's assuming Harry getting picked up is concurrent with Fudge talking to the other minister. Or the, 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 yeah, the I mean, I, I am kind of... I, I, it's possible that since it's pertinent, weeks could have passed in between. But yeah, I do think it is only like two weeks. No, they mentioned Fortnite specifically. Um so, so it's exactly Harry does, or the the the, the narrator, do. the narrator. Does. Which chapter though? This chapter. It's okay, that's forty four. Um, okay, I didn't remember where the f- word Fortnite was used. That's all I'm saying. Um. Well, I guess, I guess we're doing this. I, I'm not not believing you. Okay, I'll turn it open to forty four, so you can have me read it and shame me. God damn it. There it is, Fortnite, I found it. Oh, would you mind reading it? No, because I did not find it. I just oh, assumed okay. it was there. Well, we should probably find it so you can read it. There it is. It uh, seemed the, too the good very... to be true that he was going to be rescued from the Dursleys after a mere fortnight of their company. You feel good? You feel good about yourself? You're swelling with pride. I'm I swelling pride. with the... No, I'm, I'm swelling with the... Uh... The quarantine 15. 
I'm gaining weight. Oh, oh, that's what we call it. I didn't know it had a name. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like the freshman 15 where you go to college and you bulk I, up because I dropped out of college. Off. I only got the freshman seven. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> Rob coming out ahead in college by not going. <laughs> Suckers. Look at all you losers with your degrees. I didn't gain as much weight as you. <laughs> and look at me now. I've got a hit podcast. <laughs> I didn't need that education. Um, um, no, so like, there's all these things that seem to have happened in mm-hmm. the time from the book, the last book ending, where all these guys tell off the Dursleys at uh, the train station to Harry passed out after having received a letter like 10 days later. <laughs> like <laughs> He receives a letter from Dumbledore 10 days later. It's like, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> and like, there's, there's just, but in that, again, in that period of time, a lot of shit goes down and yeah. changes like even presumably uh snape having peter living with him like all this stuff just happens yeah that's true and it just seems uh, like even to the, to the point where like that moment happens and it feels like they've been together for a while yeah like an odd like, couple situation yeah it feels like they're already tired of each other right which i'm sure considering the two of them it wouldn't take long but yeah it feels like it's been weeks or months like m- more more months mm-hmm of tolerating each other or like in this, this whole concept of like what Draco is going to do now is already in place. Like, like Lucius is in prison and Voldemort's already come up with a plan to figure out what to do with Draco as punishment. It just, it's just a lot. It's a whole lot that like the, the amount of plot that's progressed in those two weeks that we don't get to see is equivalent to like a 200 pages in a regular book. Or, or, you know, whatever. Anyway, a regular one of these books, I guess sure. you should say. Um, my next note is page 48. Okay, my, my next and last note is page 46. Ooh, that's you then. Clue! Clue? Clue. Which one? What, what oh, I, I'm not going to tell you that. I just like to call it out. Was this a... Uh, what was the Clue. Page 46, there's a clue. There's a clue. You're not talking about the plant, are you? The plant. The plant? The plant. Agapanthus? Oh, no, but that was funny. Right? We all laughed at that. Agapanthus. I mean, I, I laughed at it. Yeah, you did. I don't know what I don't know what this clue is. But okay. I hope you made a note of it that you'll remember. <laughs> So when it comes up, we can you can say, I have a note. I remember that I said this, and it's here instead of being like, I know I said something, and I don't remember it at all. It may not come up until the uh, seventh book. That's the next book. I know. Well, just remember it then. Um, dang, now I'm going to be like searching this thing and reading it over and over and trying to figure out what the clue is. Anyway. Um... So that was your note was just shouting the word clue. Got it. Yeah, but only two um, exclamation points, not three. Okay. Because, you know. I'm glad you restrained yourself. Well, it's I'm, I'm trying to be more mindful of using up things. Well, I, I'm going to blow your mind with this this la- my last note on page 48. Okay. Oh, it's it's a barn burner. Okay. Uh, on page 48. Yeah. Dumbledore conjures, or I think he conjures, right? Uh, mm-hmm. a a bottle and glasses of um, mead mm-hmm. 
and it was the second instance in the this book so far. By page 48, we have two instances where characters are drinking out of really dusty old bottles. And I was just like, geez, guys, wipe your bottles down once in a while. I, think they, I bet they're too busy polishing their wands. I wasn't going for that. I was just... Come on, you're the one who brought up all that uh, business with the Dementors. She specifically says Dusty for both descriptions of the bottles. And I was just like, I I was called back to that thought of like how she uses too many adjectives. Sure. And then I was like, well, here we have like 20 or 30 pages apart from each other. The same one describing the same object. That's interesting. This is not good analysis. It's just something that like stuck out to me. How about this? How about... Um, because summoning something out of the ether is different than accioing it to you through the air. So maybe when you summon something like that, it covers it with a fine particulate. Yeah, but that would never, that should have been established ever before. Nope, I think uh, it's obvious to anyone reading the books. You read through, you know, between the lines, it's right there. If you're not stupid. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Well, it's a Harry Light episode. He's only in one oh, yeah. chapter. Oh, I will. I actually will comment on the uh, the last chapter, sure. chapter three, that it's another one of those. Hey, let's rehash the exposition of where we are now through a variety of different news articles and just where we're. we're their job is to explain to you the premise of things and the, the situation in very clear and, and uh, understandable language. Conversely, uh, back in The Other Minister, it was interesting, much like Dumbledore giving Harry the rundown in the last book of the events we've already seen from his point of view. It was kind of neat to see Fudge, it from Fudge's point of view. He recapped some of the books. Like, this yeah. is what we were doing at the ministry. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got. How excited are you for the Half-Blood Prince? Um, I don't know. You said it was shorter. Yeah. That's got me excited. <laughs> some hijinks ensuing. There's some wackiness going to happen. And some serious left turns into some dark shit. Well, that sounds great. Um, I can't wait. Uh, I'm excited to be three chapters down. Okay. Um, so I think that brings us to the new word alert. So here we go. Okay. First word. Sounds like. Excoriate. You want it again? Yeah. Excoriate. Excoriate? Yeah. And we've not done this before? Did we do this before? Oh no! There is a real familiarity about this word, but I, I, I don't know what it is. You're gonna tell me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, I can see it now. Uh, uh, excoriate is a verb meaning to wear off the skin of. Why does that sound so familiar? If we did this last episode, I apologize. Oh, it wouldn't have been um, last episode. There's just something um, well, really familiar about it. To like to like rub raw to. Yeah. Like exfoliate, but go deeper. <laughs> yeah, it actually it might it might have been, uh, 
in a book I'm reading to my to my kid. So maybe that's where it is. All right, you ready for the next one? Well, where did you find Excoriate? I don't remember. Really? But you ready for Yeah, I don't. All right. Ready for the next one? Just seems shady. Here sure. we go. Treatise. Treatise. Right? Yes. Okay. Uh I believe that's like an informed work on something. I've also heard treatisey. Like the art of war is a treatise or treatisey. Is that sound is that right? Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a systematic exposition or argument in writing, including a methodical discussion uh, of the facts and principles involved and conclusions reached. Okay, cool. It's like in the entirety of what Death Readers is. Oh, absolutely. It's a treatise on how shitty Harry Potter is. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> next word. Ague. <laughs> I, I know where these words are from now. Same to you, buddy. Are these are these from like? Uh, are you reading Game of Thrones? No, these are all from Carmilla. Oh, okay. Um, this is one of those words where I'm wondering if I've run into it and either pronounced it differently in my head, or when I've looked it up, I've run into a different pronunciation. Can you spell it? A G U E. Yeah, I think I've I think I've come across it as like Aga. Egg you sent oh. makes more sense though. Um, and I, I can't tell you what it is. I know I've I've run into the word, but I did not get its license plate. Well, I mean, since you've said you've read Carmilla so many times, I'm assuming you've read this word. That makes total sense. What does the word mean? It's a noun that means a fever such as malaria marked by paroxysms of chills, fever, and sweating that recur at regular intervals. It makes sense. It seems like it might share a root with something like fatigue. Um, but yeah, would not have would not have at all thought of it that way. So you've stumped me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the egg use. All right. Next one. Okay. Voluble. Is it voluble or laud or like laudable? Voluble. Voluble, something with a lot of volume. No, it means oh. uh, it's an adjective meaning easily rolling or turning. Huh. Okay. Like to revolve. Oh, okay. Okay. I have no idea if that's it. Don't quote me. On no, that. no, but just... but like but like malleable, but for how a car handles. Right. Instead of right. Crushing its shape into a new one. That's that's how I'm. That's how my brain's gonna lock that one away. All right, you ready? Yep. Execrable. Extra ex. I, I can't even do it. Say it again. <laughs> Execrable. Execrable. It sounds. It sounds like it has to do with shit. Is it shit? <laughs> yeah, kinda. <laughs> um, it's an adjective that means deserving to be ex uh, execrated, <laughs> which uh, means which. Uh, detestable or very bad wretched the opposite of consecrate i'm guessing they do this to the grave yeah Th they execrate it that makes sense yeah yeah okay to make it un uninhabitable by the evil vampire all right next one vellum vellum yeah also i believe known as onion skin it's like a very fine parchment that they wrote on or sometimes like it covers like illustrations in a book so they don't bleed onto the other page yeah yeah, okay. 
That's exactly what it is. <laughs> I know a thing or two. It's not helpful in my everyday life, but I know a thing or two. <laughs> All right. I have a lot, by the way. That's great. No, I, I, I always enjoy um, this. All right, here we go. Lassitude. Lassitude? Lassitude. La- oh, lassitude. Isn't that like a a languor, or a you would you would feel if you were dosed with laudanum? Yes. Okay. A, a condition of weariness and debility, fatigue, or languor. Yeah, love that word languor. That brings me to languor. Is the <laughs> other word? Oh, it's like lassitude. Because well, because in the book she says uh, she she has them like two words apart uh-huh. I was like, shit um so yeah we'll just skip over languor it, it, it means a weakness or weariness of body or mind i'm very proud of myself all right next one anodyne that's another one that i've i know i've heard and i is it is it is it like iodine no not a chemical okay what is it uh it's an adjective meaning to alleviate pain or serving to alleviate pain okay so it's a palliative Sure. That's Don't make word. me look up palliative. <laughs> okay. <gasps> oh, this is the word I told you we were going to look up for the new word alert. Oh, fun. When uh, I was telling you about H.G. Wells. Oh, yes. Here we go. Eschatological. That's the poop one. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no? Eschatological? Eschatological. Thinking of or having to do with shit? No. What is it then? It's of or relating to eschatology or an or an eschatology. Is it to refer or uh, relating like es- to the end of the world, the events associated oh. with the end of the world? Okay, so it's sort of like the opposite of antedivolian. Uh, anti- oh shit! Now I fucked that up. Well, I also looked up um, eschatology. Okay, and it it means a branch. Uh, of theology concerned with the final events in the history of the world or of humankind. Hmm. So like, it's being like a, like a doomsayer, sure. like a, uh, a street preacher um, with a cardboard, the end is near sign. Quentin Tarantino in little Nicky, literally nothing to do with our everyday life right now. Yes. Yes. Because up. All right. Last one. Okay. Fug. Ha. <laughs> From Harry Potter. Yeah. The 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 misty imprint your breath leaves on a window, amongst other things. No! Ah, damn it! That's, shows that's that how you would have context... Shit. Yeah, that's yeah. how you would have context clued what she wrote, but that's yeah. actually incorrect. Damn it! Um, that's how I've been using it ever since I have read it somewhere. It might have been in that book. It might have been in a different book, but... All right, what is it? Fug... Is a noun meaning the stuffy atmosphere of a poorly ventilated space. So, like, the fog of an airplane, or... The fog of the very concentrated couple of square inches between your lips and the cold window. No. Yeah, I think I'm gonna... I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a half point for that one. <laughs> that's quite the glare. Atmosphere. Um, anyway, that's the, that's the end of the new word alert. Okay. Which I think brings us to the end of Death Readers. I think it absolutely brings us to the end of this episode. All right. Well, I have nothing else to say about anything. So 
Uh, Looking forward to the next chapters? Sure. Uh, I mean, these chapters were pretty easy to digest, so, you know, maybe the next ones will be good. Yeah, they, they, they got a real broad bent to them. I don't know what that means. It sounds like you're trying to imply something. Maybe you're trying to infer something. No, I'm trying to unfer. I'm trying to understand what you've said. I think we both need sleep. So um, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, that was Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. Thanks for listening. Thanks. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. These reviews help new listeners find us and join the discussion. Follow us on Twitter and like our new Facebook page for Death Readers News. Become a patron at Patreon slash Death Readers. And please discuss us extensively on Reddit. Yeah, I don't know if I like this whole Rona thing. You you mean the coronavirus? <laughs> or do you mean the, the turn of phrase, the Rona? Yeah. Like the nickname. Yeah. Okay, why? Because I was already saying the COVIDs. That was oh. more amusing to me. You can't have two different slangs that mean the same thing? No. Like cheddar and bread? Well, one's a cheese, and one is a wheat product. Right, and they both mean money. <laughs> you talking about clams? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bucks. Takes a lot of claims to make claims. Casino? Where you win all that claims? <laughs> when you said casino where you make all that, for, you're talking about synapses firing. My brain said gonorino, which is not a thing. Isn't that John Travolta in Welcome Back, Cotter? <laughs> hey, gonorino! Up your urethra with the rubber hose! because uh. <laughs> that's how you would treat it yeah I hope you understand that my expression wasn't of disbelief it was of complete understanding that you knew what you said and you still chose to say it while being recorded yeah I make decisions <laughs> I mean you make you, you make impulses I don't that's think it's true. the same that's true there's a slant on which which one of us is the least sensitive to this situation. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's sensitive and there's me. <laughs> yeah, that's how the world's divided. <laughs> Death Readers, episode 49, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Half-Blood Prince. <laughs> Go ahead and do it again. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start with the uh, doo-doo again. <laughs> Except it, I hope it makes you giggle again. Um, it won't. All right. <laughs> Page eight. Okay. What? Nothing. You can't give me looks of knowing as if I'm supposed to respond to the page number. Yeah, I can. How excited are you for the order of the not that? How, how excited are you for... Hold on a second. How excited are you for the Half-Blood Prince? Hmm. That's interesting. What's interesting? Um, just this is not the same uh, definition as what I have here, so I'm going to try to find a different dictionary. Okay. Because, <laughs> as we all know, when research doesn't yield the results you want, change the research. No, just I'm going to a different source. Yeah, no, I, I get you. Keep going to different sources until they say what you want it to say. 
I didn't say you have. Oh my god, I'm saying I'm blaming COVID for our our languor. Oh, languor, main. <laughs> I just, what are you doing? <laughs>